Andrew Pierce on LBC. We will get to your calls about Prince Andrew. Let's call him the Duke of York while he still is. But first, I want to just update you with what's happening uh, in the Ukraine. Uh, the Russian troop build-up now is confirmed to be the biggest since the Second World War. Uh, Simon Marks is LBC's Washington correspondent. Well, second Friday running, Andrew, uh, when the drums of war are sounding ever louder, at least from the vantage point of Washington, D.C., at this moment, President Biden uh, is engaged in a uh, phone conversation, a virtual conversation, uh, with European leaders, including the Prime Minister. It began about 50 minutes ago, and as soon as it's over, he's going to be appearing at the White House to update the American people on where he thinks... uh, uh, things in, in Ukraine uh, stand. They are clearly at a delicate moment. Earlier today, uh, there were air raid sirens activated in the eastern Ukrainian city of Donetsk, where um, the Russian separatists who have spent the last uh, dozen plus years uh, battling uh, against uh, the uh, 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 Ukrainian armed forces say that they are now preparing uh, to evacuate Russian-speaking citizens from eastern Ukraine and take them to Russia. Uh, That is uh, something that the United States has indicated is another effort by the Russians to create a pretext on the ground in eastern Ukraine for an invasion. We have learnt that next Wednesday uh, the Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, will be meeting the Russian Foreign Minister, uh, Sergei Lavrov, in Europe, uh, but only the White House says if no invasion takes place between now and then, the following day on Thursday, President Biden is going to participate in a virtual meeting of G7 leaders that would, of course, also uh, include the Prime Minister to discuss whatever is taking place at that point on the ground. Here's what Jen Psaki, uh, White House Press Secretary, uh, had to say just a few minutes ago about the prospects uh, for some of those uh, diplomatic interactions that are due to take place next week if no invasion happens. We're ready to engage in diplomacy, but it's unclear if the Russians are going to sit down in good faith. And of course, if uh, while we are doing everything we can to prevent uh, war um, and including having the Secretary of State willing to engage further uh, with his Russian counterpart, I don't think we can get ahead of the process or uh, ahead of where things stand, which is our continued belief that they are positioned to attack Ukraine. And they've certainly built up, according to the Americans, enough troops to do it. 190,000 troops, the Americans now say, amassed on Ukraine's borders. That's up from earlier estimates this week of 150,000. And of course, Andrew runs completely counter to the Russian claims that far from building those forces up, they're withdrawing some of them. Interesting, Simon. Now, and what have we learned about that man, Donald Trump, Simon? What's he been up to or was he up to? Well, amazing uh, revelations just within the last hour coming from the National Archives and Records Administration here about those 15 boxes of presidential papers and other documents from the Trump administration that should have been sent to the National Archives.
archives, but instead made their way to Mar-a-Lago, the president's uh, retreat down in Florida once the Trump presidency ended. The National Archives had to send a truck to pick them up. It's important to underscore that all of these presidential papers, and they reportedly included the exchange of letters between Donald Trump and North Korean strongman Kim Jong-un, are not the personal property of the president or any president. They are the property of the American public. They're all supposed to be lodged with the National Archives once the presidency comes to an end. Well, today we've learned that the National Archives, in going through those 15 boxes, has found classified documents included within them and also a revelation that Trump administration members of staff, stop me when this becomes familiar, were using personal email accounts Uh, and and unauthorized electronic devices Uh to engage in official government business. Never mind locking Hillary Clinton up. The National Archives has referred all of this, they say, to the Department of Justice. Amazing, when he made (laughs) such a big thing about Hillary Clinton using... Just finally, Simon, what would be the point of him pinching these documents? Because there'll be copies... Well, that is well. First of all, not necessarily. Ah. There won't necessarily be copies of all of them. But that is a very, very interesting question as to why on earth he would have taken yeah. these documents to Mar-a-Lago. There has been speculation, and it is only speculation, uh, that there might have been an intention to sell some of them because clearly, I mean, some of these documents have the potential to be worth money. But also, there are inquiries going on, of course, about the president's habit of ripping papers up because the National Archives said even before they found these 15 boxes, loads of paperwork that they they did get from the White House had all been ripped into tiny pieces and they had to deploy staff to tape them back together and then of course there was the story a week ago. I know where uh, that's we're going with this, stuffing him down the loo. Alleging that he he flushed papers down the (laughs) Kazi at the White House. So I mean who can be entirely certain uh, of uh, the motivation and, and possibly plural motivations uh, for some of this uh, alleged behaviour. You just know, you just know it's never going to be dull when Donald Trump's around. Simon Marks, great to talk to you. That's Simon Marks, who's LBC's Washington correspondent.